So, welcome to Sori Nori podcast. Uh, today I'm here with Brian Junker Latoka uh, from US. Uh, he's both a great singer and a great guitar player. Uh, I've heard mostly uh, he's singing the Irish and country music, which is really one of my fa- favorite music styles. Hi, Brian. Thanks for being here today with me. Hello, Ali. Pleasure to be here. Great. Um, so, I like to start and to know in the States, how many chances are there for children to learn music and instruments? I think it really depends on what type of situation you grow up in. So um, in maybe I could just talk about the way I experienced it. And that was that in the schools, we do have a music program, um, especially in the elementary schools. You, I started playing the recorder, which is this little plastic flute. Um, with, you know, I don't know, six holes on it or something. And they teach everyone, the, they taught all of us the, the basics of what is a quarter note, what is a half note, what's a rest, and how to read basic sheet music. Oh. And um, yeah, after, after I would say the elementary school level, so about zero to fifth, uh, one to fifth grade, that's um, up until about age 11, everyone has to take it. And after that, it's optional. Mm-hmm. So when you are talking about uh, music uh, in the schools, elementary or after, it, does it mean classical music or country music or what, what exactly um, does it mean? It's, I wouldn't say it means classical or country music. First of all, it's music theory. So mm-hmm. like I said, we start with the recorder and start out by playing, I don't know, Mary Had a Little Lamb or Row, Row, Row Your Boat, typical melodies that everyone knows. Um, and it's just about teaching the children what rhythm is and what the scale is of, you know, the mm-hmm. seven note scale that we have. Um, and yeah, that would, that's, that's what I would say to that. Okay. So then, then how did you become interested in folk songs, country music and Irish songs? That is a good question. I would say originally through my uh, my heritage. So my mother is Irish Canadian. My grandparents are Irish and I always had, had heard Irish songs now and again. And I, I like the, I always liked the, the kind of storytelling nature of them for one, but also they're just really fun songs. Um, and the American country music was also influenced by this Irish music as all the immigrants came over in the 18 and early 1900s. So they're they're two related genres. Yeah, I agree. Um, and um, so that could be also something that influenced your music style and music preferences, no? You mean being exposed to this Irish music? Yeah, exactly. And for yeah, from uh, your mother's side. I'm yeah, right. exactly, yeah. exactly. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it definitely did. I've always listened to a, a variety of you know, rock and, and pop. And I actually got started with sixties and seventies music from my father. But, mm-hmm. um, I think the Irish music also definitely, uh, certainly influenced my, my taste for what I like to play myself. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see. So I, you told me once that you also studied opera singing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my question is how was this experience of learning opera singing? because it's in my mind at least very special and yeah how did you get in this direction that is a very good question 
because I actually, well, I got started in opera singing by playing the guitar um, because I had, I was at Boy Scout camp and people had, a, some people had a guitar. I thought it was super cool. So the next summer I came back with my own guitar and had learned some and also started writing songs. But, um, you know, as I was playing my songs from my, my bedroom, my mother was listening to me and then she told me I need voice lessons. Which, you know, you can say that's positive or negative. But anyway, it got me to a voice teacher, um, which very much improved my singing voice. And he is a classically was a classically trained singer and got me okay. interested in the classical and also musical, uh, musical direction, like t musical okay. theater. So can it be that after this, you also started to listen more classical music? Definitely. I never was a, a real avid classic music listener. And I got mm -hmm. introduced basically to classical music through my singing teacher um, mm -hmm. uh, and really got into it for the about two years that I studied uh, opera at uh, the University of Miami. Um, so maybe for our listeners, uh, it's also interesting to know uh, what kind of music uh, do you listen personally? Um, you can just also tell me some names from any type of music that you can uh, tell me. Sure. Um, I really like acoustic rock and I also like traditional music. Um, so there's, there's one acoustic rock singer that... Um, He actually just came out with a new album recently, but his name's Bright Eyes. This is his his artist name, and he's got a very like, also very storytelling kind of of songwriting, which I really like. Um, and maybe that's what really I like the most because also in the country direction, there's there's Hank Williams, for example. He's one of the very famous, maybe 1950s, 1960s, I would say old country singers, um, and. Yeah, they both have this kind of storytelling aspect. Interesting. Do you listen to um, any classical music? I do listen to classical music. I, I put on uh, on my Alexa sometimes. I ask her to play me uh, okay. classical mm -hmm. songs. But um, I I really like, um, obviously, opera. I, I used to go more often to the opera in Berlin where we had the Staatsoper, which is a great, great institution. <laughs> Um, and, and the classical direction, I would say I most like romantic, the remote romantic, uh, operas like Puccini, yeah. um, and I really like Puccini actually, everything Puccini. Yeah. You might have heard, uh, Turandot from Puccini. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. This is, this is also my favorite. Yeah. So, um, great. Um, getting to a completely different direction. So I know you speak Spanish and German very well. And um, so when you learn a new language, it's also for me, right? like when, when I was learning English, Spanish or German, I'm sure that you are, um, you are started to also to listen something from these uh, languages. First of all, I would like to, uh, to know uh, what do you think about uh, the music from dif these different languages? And can you sing also in these languages? Um. Yes, I can sing in these languages. And my first foreign language mm -hmm. was Spanish. And there's um, there's a lot of really cool Spanish music out there. Obviously, lots of salsa and that kind of thing. But I really discovered a lot of it when I went to Spain. And they have a lot mm -hmm. more rock than I had been accustomed to hearing in, the, in Spanish language. Rock and kind of... Um, 
a lot of the times it has this kind of uh uh gypsy uh yeah gypsy yeah. type influence to it so it's, they have a very large uh, hitano community in spain and that goes into flamenco music that's what that's what i was looking for flamenco influence yeah um and then yeah i've sung in spanish before i think it really helps to learn pronunciation of a language actually because you get focused on the music and the notes and you kind of get less self-conscious about actually pronouncing the words yeah exactly um especially the music uh, the flamenco music i think the people are mostly from the south maybe i'm not really an um, expert but the uh, accent that they have like they don't say s yeah maybe, that's right maybe you, you have yeah so it's a little bit different uh that was also one of the reasons i asked if you can um sing in this language but one thing else uh can you also play flamenco guitar no i cannot i would like to but that takes a lot of work yeah it's <laughs> I, i see yeah once i really started to learn that i really love uh, that music so um great what was the most memorable uh, experience in your musical career oh that's an interesting question um The time that uh, you played and uh, singed with us. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's yeah, that was a lot of fun when we got we got together at the piano, violin, and guitar. That you know that that's mm. really those are all, all maybe collectively my my favorite mm. experiences musically when you just get together with people and people appreciate the music and they're also ideally making music with you. Um, I had a mm-hmm. uh, Irish folk concert. A, it was last year before last um in an irish pub and i had passed out sing-along sheets at this concert and it worked out really well and it was really fun because it, that's what's most important to me is just the the experience of it and a lot of people were drinking beer and singing along to the to the refrains of the songs that was fun yeah i can see so um is it it's a little it's just a uh, short question Is it correct that uh, this Irish song actually should be uh, sung together with different people or something? Is it is it correct? Like someone plays the guitar and the other people start to sing? Yes. Um, so in Ireland, there's a big culture of the session. Um, and even in Germany, mm-hmm. where I live, there's a lot of um, Irish sessions out there where you five or ten musicians sit down in a, at a table in a circle and one by one they each play a song. And all the others just kind of improvise along to the song. If they know the, the lyrics, the great thing about folk music is that mm. it's kind of a, fe- a firm repertoire of, I don't know, maybe it's 50 or 100 songs that are very commonly mm-hmm. played. And the, the, everyone knows the hits. And the real folk fans will sing along. And it's just a nice, very, um, a lot of camaraderie, a very friendly, friendly event. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, how do you think uh, you could manage your musical career beside your job as a computation um, linguist? That um, is, that's a, a yeah. It's it can be maybe difficult to 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 put them all both under one under one hat. But one of the good things about Irish music and folk music, and also one of the reasons why I've, I've specialized in it, and among others, is that it's fairly easy to get some of these songs down pretty well. They tend to be somewhat similar um, in the chord, chord structures and they're just easy songs. That's why they're so singable. 
And so it doesn't really, now that mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've built myself up a repertoire over the years, but it's actually pretty easy to prepare for a gig. Um, I prepare, I mean, I play a couple times a week practicing anyway, but before I gig up, I'll, I'll play a little bit more frequently. Um, yeah. And the gigs are in the evening. So it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like anyone else would go to a bar, except I go with my guitar and um, get free beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you're right. I think this kind of music that you play and sing um, really uh, can be something that you can do it beside anything mm -hmm. else. You know. So if you, for example, wants to do uh, something classical in mu classical music, like playing a violin or piano, yeah. maybe you need more yeah. time to. But for this one, I can see. Um, so actually, for uh, my last question, I like to know um, your future dreams or something that you like to do in the coming okay. five years, I would say. Or yeah. Um, I've been playing solo for the past while because it's a lot easier to coordinate. Obviously you don't have any other players to do practices with, but I would really like to find some other singers to play, to play and sing with um, to get some nice harmonies down. And it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to find singers for some reason, but that would be, that would be really great. Maybe a singer who can even play a cajon drum or something on the side, and ah, okay, a drum. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you know, there's these wooden drums that you can sit on. They're like a box, um, and mm -hmm. something like that, or maybe someone who plays some, maybe a tambourine. It's just good for the uh, for the for the the mood as well on stage. It, it makes people happier to see two people on stage. I think, and it's easier to motivate people. Yeah. I... I understand. I think once you had concert, you also sang. I did. Yeah, one time oh, I had my my colleague no? Lawrence join. Yeah, me. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I I also remember that was a, I saw uh, a video I think from it, and it was it was uh, mm -hmm. very interesting. So great, actually. Um, I really liked um, uh, this interview and um, something that I like you to maybe send me is a little bit of your uh, singing or playing or something so I can put it in the beginning or at the end. Yeah, sure. With you. Uh, just just 20, 20 seconds. Yeah, of so course. Of course, really yeah, I'd be happy to send you some audio files. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you, Brian, again. And yeah, I hope okay, that thanks a lot. True. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Tell me when I go home The boys won't leave you tell me who it's she? Albert Mooney says he loves her. All the boys are fighting for her. Knock at the door and the ring at the bell, singing, Oh, my true love, are you well? Out she comes as white as snow. Rings on her fingers, bells on her toes. Oh, Johnny Murphy says she'll die if she doesn't get the fellow with the roving eye. Tell me, Ma, when I come home. The boys won't leave the girls alone. Rode my hair, they steal my comb. Well, that's all right till I go home. She's handsome, she's pretty. She's the belle of Belfast City. She's a court in one, two, three. Please, won't you tell me who is she? 
rain and the hail blow high and the snow come tumbling from the sky. As nice as an apple pie, and she'll get her own lad by and by. When she gets a lad of her own, won't tell him all when she goes home. Let them all come as they will. Tis Abrooni, she loves still. Tell me, Ma, when I come home, the boys won't leave the girls alone. Hold my hair and steal my comb, but that's alright till I get home. She is handsome, she is pretty. Please, won't you tell me?